in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, folks, good afternoon. My goodness, what a forecast we have in store. We have made it to Friday. It is uh, right now. It is uh, 12.06 on this Friday. It's the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I want to welcome everybody tuning in. Part of our uh, live stream on Facebook Live. You can find my page. Please share that you're watching. Uh, share that you're watching. It's the John DePietro Show. Folks, this portion of the program. And um, I think it's it's a very consequential day. <clears throat> and I recognize it's Friday. And I also fully recognize that the weather this weekend is is going to be summer-like into the 90s. But it is the news that is pouring out today. Uh, th- this is like the ultimate, I told you so. And I, I still, we're waiting to hear with Representative Patricia Morgan. I, I'm hoping there's some kind of a rational explanation that she did not vote on that important voting legislation. I'm shocked to hear that. Uh, everyone's got problems. You make a commitment, but we're going to find out. This portion of the program, though, is brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown, Rhode Island's number one garden center. Listen, today is nice. It's going to be nice all weekend. They're open seven days a week. Uh, the weather is going to be terrific to be outside. Annuals, perennials, trees and shrubs, hanging pots, 10-inch, 12-inch moss baskets, hanging patients, pansy, marigold bags, large selection, beautiful patio pots, vegetable plants and herbs, tropical mandevillas, hibiscus plants, screen loom, mulch are available, pickup and delivery mulch, dark piney black hemlock crushed stone, full-scale nursery, everything you need to make your home a showstopper. Folks, it's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. They're open seven days a week. Gift certificates are available. Look for them on Facebook. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Folks, the uh, the challenge here is not to pile on with the I told you so's. However, that said, uh, it is remarkable uh, how certain members of the media are so unplugged on this story. And those of you, I want to thank everyone that has been so supportive of the program, the John DePietro Show, that now, I mean, people are starting to get it. Hey, wait a minute. You know, he seems to have much more information than everybody else. They seem to be the head of the curve on uh, on all of these things. So um, it's really, um, and I appreciate that, folks. It's it's really remarkable. But what's happening right now, it's, it's all exploding regarding, and you're talking about, <coughs> and I apologize, it's, it's just allergies. Um, it's not COVID. It, it is the... I, and I can't stress this enough. Um, I, I I want you to know we I am attempting to get national organizations, news organizations, media to pay attention to the story, pick up on the story, because locally, as you know, they've been running cover for the corrupt administration for a long time. And what is so distressing about the census and let's just be come on. Listen, I know we have a good afternoon. We have a lot of Massachusetts listener, listeners, excuse me, up into Worcester and Douglas and Bellingham and, and Franklin and Attleboro. But, you know, th- this this goes along. This is the Rhode Island corruption at the highest levels of government. And, and now it becomes the highest levels of the U.S. government because the person who would be in, responsible for the census and investigating this. Happens to be former Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo. That's the position of her position, right? Secretary of Commerce. They're in charge of the census. They are in charge of the census. And um, there's a lot of blame to go around. But here's what, and I'm going to try to follow up with the people at the census. But keep in mind, they report to Gina Um. This is full-scale fraud. I'm going to break it down really easily for you. They sent fraudulent numbers to the U.S. Census. And, and they, had, they signed off on it. And the group that was in charge of, you know, RI Count or something, Governor Raimondo, 
Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott, they basically, Rhode Island claimed we had 55,000 more residents than we had. And it was last April that it came out that they said, look at that, 44,000 more people are here than we thought. As I have talked about, the state's been losing population. So we didn't gain, we didn't gain 44,000 people. We actually, they overcounted, double counted. Now I want to check with the census people because as I have reported, and folks, if you check to Petro.com, and we're going to be very busy on the website over the weekend. <clears throat> um, I, I know it's going to be nice out, but it's that important. But I have it, and we have been all over this. You know, a lot of times I don't always jump up and down, and I did this and I did that. But this one we own. I mean, I had laid it out. And that Nick Oliver, if you heard him last hour, right now we're the only one that had the interview. He is fantastic. He just resigned saying, I can't support what's going to be fraudulent elections with this ballot harvesting. And I am going to try to reach out to Representative Patricia Morgan, who didn't even vote on it. But the Rhode Island census fraud. You know, I have it part and parcel. They were, the, And I want to also be very clear. They had a budget of $1.6 million. Where did that money go? You know who was involved with this fraud? Let's start with the former mayor of Central Falls, James Diosa. Let's start with Raimondo, Dr. Scott. There's something very interesting. Whatever you're doing right now, if you're listening on the radio on AM 1380 or 99.9 FM, or you're watching online or maybe listening at the website, you can see it. Rhode Island overcounted population. That was a Raimondo and Scott operation. But you also had this guy, Matt Jerzyk. He's the he's involved with Central Falls government. He's a high powered lobbyist. I lay out. I mean, they weren't hiding it. They laid out the story to the Boston Globe that they were paying illegals. And I want to remind people they had a budget of one point six million dollars. You can do the math, right? Forty four thousand people. They paid them twenty dollars each. That's eight hundred and eighty thousand dollars. Now, I want to find out from the census if they kick some of the people out. Or if, in fact, they double counted, it still remains unknown. But that James Diosa of Central Falls, here's the part that I want to get to. And this this is the most important thing that you're going to take away from the broadcast today. It, and and, um, and it's, it, it's such, it highlights how they think. And this should, you know, and now we have the elections coming up. You know, you know what is quite comical, though? I'm sorry. It is comical. Helena folks who ran CVS, right? Ashley Kalis, two successful businesswomen spending their own money. And they think they're running in, in like a fair process. See, Nellie knows it's a rig game with the ballot harvesting that we've been talking about. And McKee, he's got his little James Diosa. So McKee, Governor McKee, who says he's going to sign into legislation these new voter provisions uh, that basically it's the wild, wild west with ballots. You can't, we won't be able to keep track. And that John marrying a common cause is a disgrace. I don't care. I'll say it. He's an enabler. He's a good government group. You know, that organization starting you know, with Phil West. I've known them for a long time. They carry a lot of weight. He is part and parcel. You, listen, you, if you don't call out fraud, you're an enabler. But that James Diosa of Central Falls, you know, he was in charge of this whole census and the Rhode Island count and blah, blah, blah. And, and this guy, you know, I'm glad that he is speaking out because I was like, if they could cheat on the census, they could certainly cheat on an election. Why would anyone think that they're going to run a clean election? Why would anyone think that? Thank you, Nick Oliver. He puts on both Twitter and Facebook, educating voters on the issue. Folks, as I have told you, I wrote that piece in the Providence Journal. They've never gone against it. They've never gone against it. And, and I'm not, you know, the, the people that then start to come out of the. Um, I, I, there's different parts of this, but I want to let me just stay on 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 point here that James Diosa.
the former mayor of Central Falls, uh, who's running for state treasurer. He's defending the 55,000 overcount, double count of the Rhode Island population by the census committee he co-chaired. But his words are very interesting. I was incredibly proud when Governor Amundo appointed me to serve co-chair of the census count committee alongside Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott, who's getting 46,000 this month. What a disgrace. But she's Miss Diversity, right? She's everything's equity. Excuse me, Miss Equity. Everything's equity with her. But this is so telling. This is Diosa. I posted what he said for Treasurer on my Facebook page. I wasn't humbled by the trust Governor Mundo placed in me. <clears throat> Census count was, keep in mind, they lied and committed fraud. And, and I want you to just remember that when you're hearing this statement. But this is, this is wildly important because it, it gives you mindset. It's, it's very important when you get the mindset of someone that I believe. You know, anyone that does business, just hear me out. I always like, if I'm going to do business with someone, I'd like to meet with them in person. Because you can learn a lot when you're around someone. You can't pick that up on a phone. You can't pick that up through email. You can't pick that up through a Zoom call. I like to observe them in their workplace, how they act, how they're around with their subordinates. You learn a lot by that. And one of the most important things you can learn is the mindset. <clears throat> so this goes on. He says, a census is very important. Our democracy. I could not have worked alongside someone more talented, dedicated, Dr. Alexander Scott. Keep in mind, they committed fraud here. No apologies. We worked hard to craft a strategy. Every Rhode Islander was counted. Two seats in Congress, Rhode Island. Rhode Islanders can be better assured their voices will be heard in the halls of government during this all-important time. Then listen to this. It's important to remember there was real fear the Trump administration would politicize the census, census to punish communities like ours. The state, in the, hands are, the state and the country are in better hands with Gina Raimondo as Commerce Secretary overseeing the Census Bureau. But back in 2018... When we began our efforts, we knew it was on us to ensure a full count. Then he goes on. The increasingly radical Rhode Island GOP recent attacks are shameful. Today, I'm still proud to have worked with Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo, Dr. Scott, and all the members of the Complete Count Committee to ensure Rhode Island is fully counted. Folks, this is very simple. James Deosa, very, very simple. What he is basically mapping out. And I want everyone to pay attention to that because what he is mapping out is the ends justify the means. Very dangerous when you're dealing with people like that. You know what that means? You know, it means, you know what? Maybe we did cut some corners. Maybe we did double count. But it's important to remember, you know, there was fear under Trump. And we are better with Commerce Secretary Raimondo. And it was important to us and to our democracy. And boom, boom, boom. And the ends justify the means. So therefore, did we commit fraud? You know, now he's in a few good men, right? Colonel Jessup, did you order the code? You're damn right I ordered the code red. I got to tweet that out. Who ordered the code red? What does he say on the stand? Few good men. You're damn right I did. Ends justify the means. That is how they think. Boom. What do you think they're going to do when it comes to an election? Everything with this crowd, it's fear. We're better off. It was important. Justify, justify, justify. We worked hard like that should count for something. There was real fear. Boy, they love to just throw Trump in. You know, we're in better hands. We're better off. Hear all these words? That's mindset. These are justifications for cheating. But the question remains, who ordered the code red? Which I will tweet out. What an absolute disgrace. And that John Marion, I mean, the guy is a liar. He is. 
see common cause. They use that to show, see, a good government, an honest good government group. They're part of this. An honest good government group is part of this. Such BS. Well, I also have it. Um, yeah. Well, I I have it on my website. She obviously didn't see it. Um, but Nick Oliver resigned for saying, I'm not going along with the ballot harvesting. I'm not going to go along with you. You can't have a fair election. Folks, the, see, here's the bottom line. And with that John Marion, see, where he came into play, he immediately pivots to, and I recognize a lot of people don't know who he is, but he works for Common Cause. He immediately pivots into, you know, that he's another one. Uh, uh, Supreme Court, uh, 1999, you can't use yet. You can't change it. So he told them, uh, listen, there was a decision in 1999, um, Supreme Court, that the Census Bureau, you can't make adjustments once it goes in. So what was his value to this fraud with the census? He played the role of telling them. Basically, he was the lookout. John Marion of Common Cause was the lookout. John Marion of Common Cause, his role was to tell them that if somehow you were to make a mistake, and here's what I want to get to the bottom of. There's got to be sworn documents here. Somebody committed perjury. They know they committed perjury. Um, <clears throat> the fact of the matter is, they submitted documents where John Marion told them, even if you commit fraud and lie, not I don't want to know anything. Once it's done, they can't reverse. Now, with it, where this also throws things off, by the way, you know, there's different levels to this. And let me just explain something. First of all, Nellie Gobert, they all want to mention Trump. They all want to mention, well, this was done during the Trump administration. This census took place during the Trump administration. Listen, what, what type of government are we running? That's all true. President Trump, that's true. He was in office. However, you have Governor Raimondo, Dr. Scott. Maybe she should have her license revoked. Don't you take an oath when you're a doctor? When they're submitting documents, I swear these numbers are accurate. You know, there's a level of trust. And as Nick Oliver said last hour, look how long it took for the Census Bureau to discover that Rhode Island had committed fraud. It took them a year going through the numbers. How long do you think it would take with ballots in an election? Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, It's Kogi, is brought to you by R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today. Now, listen, if you have a cooling problem and it's going to be hot this weekend, call them 401-732-6562. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable, plumbing, heating, and cooling. R.E. Coogan and Heating, 401-732-6562. It's Kogi, R.E. Coogan Heating, 401 401- 732-6562. My hot water tank gave out. What did I do? Did I panic? No. Did I try to fix it? What are you, nuts? No, I called Ari Coogan Heating, 401-732-6562. I want to, um, folks, check the website. We have two good stories up. One is how they were paying illegals to vote. And the other part uh, is the Nick Oliver resignation that we broke that story last night. Uh, this portion of the program is brought to you by Centerdale Revival. Pop it and see them. Um, twenty twenty five Smith Street in North Providence. It's the Centerdale Revival. Delicious food and drinks, uh, and it's nice and cool inside. They're gonna have a big weekend. Centerdale Revival. Whether it's food or drink, pop in twenty twenty five Smith Street, North Providence. They're right across from North Providence Town Hall. Now, where this also has repercussions, is the fact <coughs> that. How the census breaks out, where they double counted, where they double counted uh, population in Rhode Island. This mysterious 55,000 people that they made up, where that came out from is the fact that that then shifts 
how our General Assembly is established. So what do I mean by that? Listen, as we know, there are certain inner core that's been losing, right? People have been moving out of Providence. People have been moving out of Pawtucket. They've been moving outside of there. But depending on where they put the phantom 55,000 people, that's the population of East Providence, by the way. 55,000 people. That's not an oops. That is deliberate. That affects, that keeps reps in those communities in power at the state house. So let me just finish the thought. And this is very important. And I don't hear anyone else talking about it. But at 1227, you're listening to the John DePietro show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, the whole business of the census, we were going to lose the Langevin seat or lose a seat. Because as many of you know, people are moving to Florida. People are moving to Texas. People are moving to the Carolinas. People are moving to Tennessee. People are moving out of some states and moving to other states. A lot of people are moving out of California. A lot of people are moving out of New York, New Jersey, right? The Northeast. Now, as a result of that, certain communities in Florida, Texas, Tennessee, the Carolinas, they're building up population. So they're actually, they get, they, they receive more congressional reps, especially Florida is growing a lot. Texas, those two states, most growth. So the more you have population, then they gain a congressional seat. So that's on the national front. Now, locally, what you've seen, you know, there's more people pick an outlying area. If you're living in Burrville, I'm willing to bet there's more people living in Burrville now. There's more people maybe living in Cumberland now. There's definitely more people building and living in places like Lincoln, in Situate, in Smithfield, in North Smithfield. And then you go south, right, out along West Greenwich, Exeter, different pockets, South Kingstown. More uh, people in the state are moving to those areas. So... Thus, conversely, stay with me, those areas should get more representation at the state house. And Provident, places like Providence and Pawtucket should have less representation at the state house. So by them committing fraud, they're keeping the power base in the inner core. That's how wide-ranging it is. That's how damaging it is. But what I find the most damaging is the person who is sitting right now as Commerce Secretary for the United States. The fact that Secretary Raimondo oversaw the fraud. And let me be very clear, folks. They knew what they were doing. They absolutely, that wasn't a mistake. They had John Marion Right. This is just like in a few good men, Tom Cruise. Right. You cut those guys loose. You know, you ordered the code red. You absolutely did. They knew exactly what they were doing. The question is, who ordered the code red? I'm willing to bet it was Raimondo. And, and James Diosa gives the perfect explanation. Right. The ends justify the means. Did we Did we, uh, you know, fudge the numbers? You're damn right we did because we are better off and we were afraid of Trump. And this is about saving democracy. And, but you know, Colonel Jessup, you're damn right I ordered the code red. Yes. And I do it again tomorrow. There's what they want to say. Diosa. What an absolute disgrace. Now, here's the thing. We're supposed to go and vote. We're supposed to, what, take part in elections? The people in charge of the census are the same people that control the elections. So we're supposed to all take part in this charade, this fraud with no explanation. I get that it's a Friday. I get it's going to be in the 90s this weekend. Folks, this is, this is bottom-out time. This is corrupt. This is... When Woodward and Bernstein realize from deep throat that the corruption went all the way to the top, all the way to the top. Now, they build in 
deniable plausibility. I'm sure, you know what, you know what, Raimondo, like, I'm sure, love, I don't know and I don't want to know. That's the way they treat that mail ballot king. Catuno, I don't know and I don't want to know. I don't know how he does it. Right, Mattiello, somehow, uh, he got 500 mail ballot votes. I don't know how, yeah, I don't, you don't, you don't want to know. It's plausible deniability. That's what it is. They become Sergeant Schultz. But it is, I am, it is so wrong. I am disgusted. This is disgraceful. There should be an investigation. I don't know what can be done, to be honest with you folks. I don't know. People say we should go to court. This should be investigated. I know one thing. I, I don't want to hear any jokes from the Rhode Island Republican Party. At least Steve Frias is calling it out. Um, Ramundo won't do anything. Ramundo should do something. It's, it's, this is, there's nothing remotely amusing about this. This is absolutely disgraceful. And that, you know, Nick Oliver, I want to give him credit that he had the guts. He's laying it out. I don't want to be part of this. He's been on the board of canvases. Folks, you know, this has reached the point. You know, I also want to just mention that, make no mistake about it, like, there's an element, and I, I have talked about this, that, and it, 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 it crystallized to me during that, that goon, Brit, who was on trial with the, the Mattiello mailer. Because that guy that was in, in court, the mail ballot king, winning ways, he, he looked like someone that you'd watch your wallet if you ran into him, like, in a casino, right? So... He, um, Ed Cotunio, what I discovered and I've talked about is you, you have a problem like McKee, and, and this also goes to the top. They, they know there are loopholes and a leader would close the loopholes. I'll also say this, McKee, he's part of the problem. He is, you know, the fish stinks if the head's rotten and that's. What we have with the Rhode Island government right now. So Nellie Gorbea is pushing this new voting stuff forward. And, it, as, and as I've described, it's, it's become a game of chicken. Where McKee is like, okay, oh, you want, okay, I, here's what McKee is saying. I can cheat better than you can cheat. The element of a fear election is gone, long gone. Now it's all a matter of you vote 20 days ahead of time. They stop stuff those ballot boxes, the drop boxes, the for votes. You, everything becomes the ground game. As I've talked about, look at the people that are on TV. The people are on TV are the people that don't know how the game is rigged. Ashley Kalis, Helena Folks, now this new that stooge uh, Sarah Morgenthal, who her claim to fame is she favors infanticide. Boy, there's there's an issue to run on. Yeah, that, let, let me know how that works out for you. Uh, no wonder Seth Magazine is going to win that race primary easily. This is, um, my, my point is the, the, they don't understand how it's, the game is played. And I've already given the analogy, right? The people that go to Twin Oaks, put their name in, and they'd sit there for two and a half hours, not realizing that all these people that keep walking through, you know, know how to duke. They have a waiter. They take care of the maitre d', and then they're seated within 15 minutes, right? So, Kalis, uh, Helena folks, and they're spending their own money, by the way. Morgenthal, right? They, they, they're like, yeah, we got to get up on TV. Yeah, how many people are going to be watching TV this weekend? Other than I will watch the Celtics game on Saturday night. Um, folks, this portion of the John DePietro show, listen, not only is it going to be great weather to grill outside, but the question now on this Friday is, do you have an air conditioner? Memorial Day, leading up to that, great time. Buy appliances, grills, and air conditioners. Now, right now on this Friday, Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV, they've started their sale early. Now, they still have inventory. Get over there. Air conditioners, not only that, but they have uh, air conditioners for windows or built into the wall. Great selection, Weber grills. Don't forget their selection of washers, dryers, dishwashers, refrigerators. May is Maytag month. 
hurry down. Of course, say, hey, I'm a listener of the John DePietro show. Get extra special service. But right now, on this Friday, and it's going to be very warm at 1236, you could shoot over there to 47 Cedar Swamp Road, Route 5, Smithfield, right near the intersection of Alpo Valley uh, Mall, I think it's still called. Uh, Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV. You can call them 401-949-7800. They're open Monday through Friday from 10 to 5. Saturday by appointment, but you deal directly with the owners, and they'll match or beat any package deal. But right now, you're in the car. You need an air conditioner. It is going to be in the 90s this weekend. It's going to be a hot summer. Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV. Pop in and see them. Folks, visit the website, petro.com. You know, I... Um, Sometimes someone will ask me about something. I refer them. Go to the website. I posted it on the website uh, in DePetro.com. Brought to you by the Coesed Inn. Since 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick, delicious lunch, dinner, drinks in the lounge, nice and air conditioned. They're waiting for your Rhode Island tradition since 1977 at the Coesed Inn. This is, it's just disgraceful. There's no other explanation for it. And... And this is the highest levels of of Rhode Island government. This is James Diosa, who is the mayor of Central Falls. He should be subpoenaed. This is governor. Think of that. Gina Raimondo was in charge of this. What did, what does that tell you? It tells you all you need to know. But that Nick Oliver, I interviewed him last hour. We'll have it up on the website if you missed it. I see now that. Rest of the media, we posted his resignation. The rest of the media is starting to realize that we broke the story on it. Um, the uh, I just don't know where it goes. President Biden's approval rating dipped to the lowest point of his presidency. It um, it just comes down to like what what is the point? Of having these elections, if if the the people that we rely on to do and conduct a fair election, if in fact, um, if if they are committing fraud within our own government, now I am going to follow up. I don't know what the process is like. I do know the head of the census ultimately answers to. Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo. And, but, but this is, it's disgraceful. And listen to this. Nelly Gorbea. Boy, there's, there's leadership. No announcement at this time. Ted Nisi of Channel 12 asked Secretary of State Nelly Gorbea her reaction to Rhode Island's. Now, they're calling it a census overcount era. How do we know it's an era? How do we know it's an era? I don't believe it was done in era. Uh, the secretary has no announcement. Listen to Nellie Gorbea's, her office, communicating with uh, Ted Nisi at WPRI. The 2020 census was conducted and overseen nationally by the U.S. Census Bureau under the Trump administration. The Department of State supported the Rhode Island Complete Count Committee, established by Governor Raimondo, and run through the Division of Statewide Planning. In its work to make sure all Rhode Island residents were counted. You know, that is such a blanking non-answer. And I don't accept. I don't accept this business. That it was an error. Right? Somebody walks out of a bank. Oh, oh, did I did I take ten thousand of money that was that was not mine? Huh. Wow. What a disgrace. What an absolute disgrace. Um, I, I will be in communication uh, with the office of Attorney General Pina Narona to look into that. I will look into that. But I, I'm going to stick with, I don't, this, I don't believe it was, I don't believe it was an error. I don't think it was done in error. I think they knew exactly what they were doing. Um, and I, you know, Rhode Island kept two house seats by counting people twice. Cianci would get a kick out of this. I, I don't find it funny. 
I have a pretty good sense of humor. Juan has a very good sense of humor. Um, and I love the people. Possibly the most Rhode Island thing could have had. Well, that, you know, what if with all the jokes? You know, the reps, they were all laughing about it. Can you imagine that? We committed fraud with the government. I, I, um, I want to get to Nick Oliver, who um, I posted this on, on our website, folks, to Petro.com. The rest of the media will want to pass on the story uh, because it it comes into a lot of the um, election fraud that has been going on. But he did resign over uh, election of resigns over the new voting laws. And he wrote, you know, um, Recent actions by the General Assembly would make it impossible for me to proceed with voting to certify any future election. Uh, Removing the witness or notary verifications for mail ballots without that, I believe it promotes and legalizes ballot harvesting. And the board of canvases, you know, without having that, so then they're supposed to certify it. He said to do that. It would be irresponsible and disingenuous for me to act as a party that is restricted from advocating on behalf of some of those people. Once enacted into law, Rhode Island will no longer have secure and fair elections. Municipal Board of Canvases will be restricted to preserve and protect elections and will be complicit to ballot harvesting and certifying potentially fraudulent ballots. And as a result of that, I can't continue. Sincerely, Nick Oliver. So, you know, there's another part of this that, and again, I have no idea uh, why Patricia Morgan did not vote on this. He also, I posted on the Facebook page, the people that did a no vote. This should have been a much closer vote. But the way that the General Assembly, unfortunately, operates is, you know, they... Go to the speaker. Uh, a lot. Of, this is mostly with the Democrats. The Republicans, with the exception of, with the exception of, of Patricia Morgan, who again, I um, I'm really surprised and disappointed to hear that she didn't even vote on it. You, they needed as many votes as possible, but I did post this on Facebook. It passed fifty-three to thirteen, but then you had people that would that were no votes. Right. Meaning that they just didn't vote. So such as Casey Winsocket. So if he had voted no, that'd be 14 votes. You have Corvese. I just want to count out what the the count should have been. 14, 15, Craven, women, 13. Yeah. So um, Casey, Corvese, Craven. There's three votes right there. It should have been 53 to 16. Then you go to Hull, 17. Then you go to Morgan, 18. Then you go to Wranglin Vassal. I, I don't know what her, her problem is. Um, she may have voted with the Perez play, place. No vote. No vote on place. 19. Easily could have had 20 votes here. Wow. No one was recused. Not voting. Nine people did not even vote on it. Hmm. Should have been 20. Should have been a 53 to 20. If it was 53 to 20, there could have been. Why didn't Representative Place vote on that? You know, the other person who should have recused himself is the uh, the goon that's running for Secretary of State. Of which the Rhode Island Republican Party doesn't have anyone running. Greg Amore voted yes. He's also running for Secretary of State. What a disgrace. Uh, what a disgrace. No one recused. He could have recused. He should have said, you know, I'm running for Secretary of State. I choose not. No, he voted. Patricia Morgan. I'm going to wait and find out. You know, listen, I, I don't know what her answer is going to be. I will wait to find out. And I don't know why Representative Place did not vote. You should find out if you're listening. Why didn't Representative Casey vote on this? You know, this was a piece of legislation 
that induces ballot harvesting. And folks, I, I'm going to give you very simply the best example of um, uh, it, it's just such fraud. I'm going to give you the best, easy ex- example to understand. And it comes down to, and I, I was critical of um, of uh, State Senator Jessica De La Cruz, who I thought dropped the ball, and GOP Chairwoman Susie Anke, who dropped the ball. I was. I was critical of them. I know I should be supportive, but they used a poor example. They said, well, in 1981 with Buddy Cianci, that that was immediately discounted. Right? That was immediately discounted from years ago. As I have explained in the past, for anyone that was willing to pay attention, is the easiest and best example is what happened in 2017. And I, I know some of you have heard this before, and I apologize, but it opened my eyes. The summer of 2017, State Senator Teresa Piva-Weed resigned. So they had a special election for... Uh, And Nick Oliver mentioned this, Dawn Hoyer in in Newport to be the state senator for that area of Newport. And it was the first time that I watched this happen and my eyes were open that this was all this has been in the Providence Journal. This has been covered. It's been verified that that Dawn Hoyer, who, by the way, also sponsored this voting legislation in, you know, in the Senate. But it's very simple. She hired a campaign worker and she paid her $15 a vote. And one person, this girl, and, and, and listen, I, I'm not saying she broke the law, but she collected. They also made her a notary, so she didn't have to go to a notary. She made, collected 230 votes. Now, they say ballots, but as I, I have explained to you, They're not paying them to bring in votes for the other person. 230 votes. And she notarized them. Boom. One person paid them $15 a vote. And Nick Oliver, to his credit, in 2016 on election night, Steve Fryers beat Speaker Mattiello. What did Mattiello say? No, I won. Everyone thought, what are you talking? Oh, no, I have 500 mail ballot votes. I won. Now, he ended up and it was only 63 votes that he won. But mail ballots are supposed to be done in privacy where the campaigns collect them, but really they're not supposed to know who they're voting for. So Mattiello was under the impression that he had 500 votes coming to him. So somehow it fell short, or Frias also had some. But Mattiello, as Nick Oliver said, never broke a sweat. Because he said, I win. So, folks, what they've done now, so stay with me. I want to stick with the Newport thing. So that girl in Newport, she would also, by the way, register people to vote. Are you registered to vote? No? I'll tell you what. Let me help register you to vote. Okay, now you've now I'm going to bring you the ballot. You fill it out. I'll help you fill it out. And then I'll notarize it, and I collect it. She makes a copy of it. She shows the campaign. Boom, boom, boom. Get out the calculator. That was her summer job. That was her summer job. So she collected uh, 4,000 ballots. They paid her uh, $20 a vote. She collected 230 ballots, and they paid her roughly right around there. I think it was actually $17 a vote, right? Yeah, right around $17, $18 a vote. So they paid her $4,000. So right around, maybe maybe it was like right around $17, $18 a vote, somewhere in that vicinity. But anyhow, what Nellie Gobey, what they all say is there's nothing illegal about that. Here's my point. There should be something illegal. So what Nick Oliver is saying is they now want to take away even the notary part. And you can register for vote, uh, to vote online. Folks, it's very clear. The, the, the highest branches of our government have been compromised. And they have been compromised from fraud. Whoever handed in, and they're all laughing about it now. There's nothing funny about this. Why, why do I not find this funny? Why do people, members of the media, isn't this so funny? And that Rhode Island rep, it's the most Rhode Island thing ever. The fact that we lied to the federal government to the tune of 55,000 people who aren't here. But it goes beyond that. 
because they also lied where these 55,000 people live, as a matter of fact, where they live. Now, if you take out the illegals out of the mix, there should be a full accounting. These people had a budget of 1.6 million. Where did the money go? That was a lot of walking around money. That guy was handing out $20 bills in Oneyville. And that got people, the illegals, to fill out the census. Folks, what's also frightening, as I've told you, is when I did an interview with Representative Fear, they talked about that traditionally only one out of three illegals will fill out the census. The other ones are afraid to. They don't want to have their name on anything because they're going to be deported. So you take the number that filled out the census times three, that could be the real number of illegals in the state. And here's the final thing I just want to mention. No one is going to convince me if you have, and this is really important, and the local media won't get into it, but this is probably the most important thing you're going to take. So James Diosa, the rest of them, so they have all the census information, and they're paying illegals to fill it out. And giving the illegal aliens 20 bucks a piece. This is where the real rubber meets the road. There's no, so now they have full files. They have names, addresses, signatures of illegals living in Rhode Island. No one will convince me that that information has not made its way to the voter roll. No way. No way. I know what they're going to say. Oh, you have to prove it. Well, if I if we got copies of the census rolls and then we could see who's there and then compare it to the voter rolls, we could. I would like to find out if we could get a copy of the census, everyone that filled it out, and then compare it to the voter rolls. But my hit and Diosa is with McKee. I want to repeat Diosa, he's part of McKee. McKee, Governor McKee almost made him uh, lieutenant governor, but he is supporting him for treasurer. So I believe, why is McKee giddy saying to Nelly, yeah, game on. Oh, you want to cheat with ballot harvesting? We'll cheat, right? I'm right there with you, right? See, there's, there's no way. So this crowd, let me put it this way, with this crowd, is there anyone that would think that if they're willing to lie about the census count, that they would not take that information about the illegals and put it on a voter roll? Because what did Diosa say? The ends justify the means. So I want to check. I'm seeing that. Uh, Rhode Island Republican Steve Frias is now responding to, um, good, Uh, a treasurer needs to know how to count 55,000 in double counting shows that Rhode Island's double count committee co-chaired by James Diosa was not very good at counting. When you hand out money or freebies to people to fill out census forms, don't be surprised when people file multiple times. You know, that is a very, very good point. And it's accurate. But a, a, a larger problem that we have is still the fact, <clears throat> a larger problem that we have is still the fact that, huh, yeah, oh, yeah. He's he's a liar. The guy has no credibility left. Federal, not local. He's he's a liar. Yeah, I'm not responding to this foolishness. What what a that, that he did not. I I don't now these people just start to annoy me, and I don't want to get annoyed. It is a nice Friday, folks. It is. It is absolutely disgraceful what's been happening. I'll tell you what's not, though, is J. Perry paving. Now, listen, why not get your driveway paved? If you've been thinking of having your driveway paved, residential, commercial, parking lots, seal coating patios, J. Perry paving provide high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, 20 years experience, specialized in commercial paving, residential paving, commercial paving, Residential paving, seal coating patios, J. Perry Paving. Call them for a free quote at 401 
401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. Licensed and insured contracting company committed to meeting their clients' needs. No matter how big or how small, their experienced skilled team will always produce exceptional driveway asphalting. Call J. Perry Paving today. Remember, with asphalt, it's affordable, smooth, and safe to drive on, and aesthetically appealing. J. Perry Paving. Call them 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. And remember, no one is better to veterans than J. Perry Paving. Call them today, 401-732-1730. Folks, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. If I sound disgusted, I am disgusted. It's disgraceful what has taken place. <clears throat> and I'm going to continue with it in the next hour. This is a developing situation. There should be an investigation into this. There absolutely should be an investigation and an accounting into this. And I'm going to again refer you to the website, depetro.com. We have written more about this. We have published more about it. This is fraud. It should not be celebrated. This business of that they're laughing, that they double counted people, that they committed fraud. This is the mindset that the the ends justify the means. And it's completely wrong. It should not go on. It does go on. And it should not be tolerated. And and they, I have no confidence. There's no confidence. And that John marrying a common cause, he's an enabler. They use him to help commit the fraud. Folks, right now, though, before we, um, we are going to break for the 1 o'clock news, I also want, we will be doing Facebook Live later tonight with 1 After Dark. Um, I want to remind you about Brothers Disposal. Call them today. Get a dumpster for your driveway, 401 688 Brothers Disposal, 401 688 Now offering weekly trash collection services. But most importantly, come on, brother, call Brother Roland today at Brothers Disposal, 401 688 Brothers Disposal. And get a dumpster in your driveway. Now, right now, it's 1259. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, you can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. But folks, I I mean it. Um, I like to joke. I like to joke around. It is a Friday afternoon. It's a blue sky. The weather's going to be nice this weekend. I I would love to just, uh, but this is high level fraud. And the person that signed off on it is now the Commerce Secretary. So now the mission is we have to get national media focused on this story because the locals won't do it. I'm telling you right now, the locals will not touch Gina. She's got them in her pocket. All right, we're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. The power hour is next. I wish I could give you better news. We have to deal in truth. Um, We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. Much more ahead right here on the John DePietro Show. WNRI Winsocket.